0: I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. What does it mean to be human? why is it that we can dream big dreams, but so few of us can actually attain them? That's the human journey, right? And today we've got an expert joining us on the show. Katie, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here.
0: Brilliant. So it's a big question, right? Uh, We can dream big dreams and so few of us actually go and attain them. What's the disconnect? Because God knows I really, really want to win that billion dollar lottery, but it's just avoiding me. I'm not sure what's going on.
1: I don't have this. I don't claim to have the secret to winning those big dreams, Um, but I do think all of us have it in it in us to go after them. Um, There's, I think, there are certain things in the world that we can control and certain things we can't, and so it's up to me to do the things that I can and leave the rest to to the Lord.
0: Absolutely. So what about those things? So, you know, there's two people having the same dream about uh, starting a business or writing a book, and one person takes the actions that actually leads to an outcome, and other people just leave it in the wish stage or do a half-hearted try. Why do you think that happens? Because both really wanted it, but one took action and one did not.
1: Well, there's different degrees of desire, I believe. Um, And those who really... Have the the biggest desire are going to take the action. Action motivates us, um, and and the when we take action on a desire, then the desire increases and pushes us to more action. And it's kind of um, there's a, there's a, a scripture verse that says, "I being in the way, the Lord led me." Right, and so it's kind of one of those things where the you know if you're it's easier to steer a moving car than a parked car, right? Like you yeah. gotta gotta get in and take the action in order for. Uh, more the next step to be made clear as you go i know there's many many times in our life moving to mexico starting a business all of those different things where if we had not taken the first step we would have never seen the opportunity that came after
0: absolutely and i think you know we don't use language accidentally and we don't construct words accidentally and you were talking about a car in motion and emotions uh uh basically move us and if you're static Getting past that inertia is difficult. Uh, So I always believe in find out what you want and then take the smallest possible step you can take in that direction. And just by taking that one little teeny-weeny step, you create motion and overcome the inertia. And then one step leads to another and you start going. And then whichever cockamamie route you take, you see opportunities to make that happen is when you're stuck in your garage, you're just seeing your garage.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's really, you know, it, it, life is never the straight line, right? We want to map out the path. We want to go from here to there and have a direct route. Um, but it never works that way. There's always twists and turns and unexpected things. And I, for one, think that keeps things exciting, right? Um, the challenges that come up, the unexpected delights, as well as the obstacles, like all of those make the journey more fun. And it really is about becoming who you are becoming, not about attaining any one thing.
0: Right. It's all part of the journey. And I think just very much just uh, sometimes, you know, I'm a keynote speaker and I'm pretty phenomenal on stage, but sometimes I'm about to do a presentation and for whatever reason, I don't prepare for it. And if I keep on not preparing, sometimes I really get the sense of, okay, on this presentation, I'm just meant to show up, read the crowd and do whatever comes up as that presentation. And almost always one or two people out of the crowd come up and say, oh my God, that story you told that was for me today. And oftentimes mm-hmm. when I do a presentation, I'm always, I'll also ask myself, who am I here to meet? There's a hundred people here. Mm-hmm. Who am I here to meet? And sometimes that person just seems a little bit more brighter. And then I just go over and say, Hey, and it's a meeting that was meant to happen. So Katie, tell us about your work. What are you doing? How are you making the world a better place?
1: So my husband and I uh, own a company that's called the Flamingo Advantage, and we use that Flamingo Advantage framework to help our coaches, consultants, service providers be able to scale what they're doing in their marketing and their client experience to uh, improve their programs, reach more people without compromising their Christian beliefs or their non-negotiables or their core values. And we came out of a, uh, a religious uh, group. We were in ministry. We actually moved to Mexico originally for ministry work 15 years ago. And then through a series of unfortunate events, found ourselves in Mexico um, without financial support. And so we decided to build a business and we created first an educational company and then that transitioned into coaching. And now we get to help other entrepreneurs grow their business um, without, uh, without, without Compromising who they really are on the inside. Um, there's a there's a lot of a lot of um, unspoken rules in the world of marketing, and you have to be this way, and you have to do things like this. And we really help people be able to embrace who they are on the inside and what the higher calling that they were created for in the world as they grow their business.
0: So let's kind of break that down a little bit. Uh, so the first step is you need to find your authentic self, and most people don't know who that person is. That's the most authentic version of themselves. So what are five ways people can actually start uncovering who they actually are? Because from that foundation, you can build great things, but unless you get there, uh, you can still have a great life, but not a fabulous life. So what would be five ways people could discover their most inner selves?
1: I think um, it's more like five questions that we ask ourselves and we're able to go deeper. Um, Number one is what does, what does God say about me? And you equate that to, you know, whatever, whatever you believe in. I know not everyone listening is going to embrace God from the Christian faith, but you know, what does, what does God say about me? What does he say about what I was created to do, put here to do that purpose question and then what is, what is the best way to walk that out in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And then those are the first three questions. But then the fourth and the fifth is what lights me up? What do I really enjoy doing? And the fifth is what kind of a legacy do I want to leave? How do I want to be remembered when I'm gone? and i think when we dive deep into those even going so deep as that seven questions process you know why mm-hmm. and you get that answer and you say and why again you know we can we can really discover who we are on the inside what what we were created to do why we're here what lights us up and you know the most important thing i just did an exercise yesterday where they were asking what would you be doing in the last year of your life and you know, based on your answers, like what's keeping you from doing that today? Like, why don't why right. are you waiting? Why don't you do that today, so that you've got time to add to that and make an even bigger impact um, in your lifetime? And um, I think I think those are the the key the key questions to be asking when we're trying to discover that purpose.
0: Excellent. So tell us about one of your clients. You can change names to protect the innocent, Uh, how you found them and how you got them to get clarity and how you got them to execute and succeed.
1: So uh, one of my clients, let's, let's call her Jenny, Um, she uh, was working for other people. She was a great VA, a great marketer in her own right. Um, but always working for someone else, always dependent on them and get them getting back to her and working with their schedules to get things done. And it felt like pulling teeth. And then suddenly she lost her biggest client and needed to provide for her family. Um, And I really uh, worked with her to be able to create her own thing. I was like, Jenny, you don't need, uh, you don't need to be working for others. You can be doing this on your own and growing your own thing. Have multiple multiple partners, multiple clients that you're working with. And so she did. She branched out, created her own program for teaching um, marketing on LinkedIn and SEO services. And she was able to move her family to another state, to their dream home. They're, they're homeschooling their kids. They uh, got a little farm going, you know, all the things that they've dreamed of um, because she had that support to step out and really embrace who she was and what she was called to do in the world.
0: Brilliant. So fear oftentimes is the enemy of success. So, you know, fear is a perfectly natural reaction. So how do you uh, coach people to overcome fear? And why don't you give us like a real world example? I had this other person, his name was Tim. This was the fear of spiders. No, not spiders, whatever he was afraid of. And uh, what exercises you took him through to get him or her to overcome the fear and uh, execute anyway?
1: Well in in my world and with my clients they come again from a very strong religious background and um there's a scripture that says perfect love casts out fear and we know that as, as God loves us perfectly, just as we are, my my process is, is taking my, my people back to the truth of scripture to say, if God loves you perfectly, if he's got the perfect plan, if he is in control of all of this, then there is no need to fear. The fear is of the enemy. The fear is the obstacle, the thing trying to trip you up and hold you back. God's perfect love casts out fear. So if you embrace what he wants to do with your life, embrace who you are in him. You can step forward confidently knowing that this is not about you as much as it is about what he wants to do in the world. And so um, I have a client who is a CPA client she Her business is in the CPA world. And she had, for a long time, had this standing thing that we are, we're we're a, a Christian business. We we keep Christ in our conversations. But when it really dug down into it, she felt like maybe they weren't really, really doing that. And she had this fear of, you know, if, if we do that, are we going to lose business? Are we going to start mm-hmm. offending people or um, things like that? And so when she really embraced who she was and she saw herself as – The reason I'm here in this office is not just to help people with taxes, but to help them see what God is doing through their businesses. She was able to have those conversations more confidently, able to rally her team around a bigger picture focus that gets them all excited about serving the people rather than just getting the tax returns done. And it's made a huge difference in how she looks at her business, in how she looks at the clients, in how her staff interacts with their people. Um, It's really just been super exciting to see.
0: So right now, all across the world, there's like 1.4 billion Christians, plus or minus a little bit. And there's priests at the pulpit preaching whatever they're preaching. And sometimes they preach stuff that the parishioners just don't listen. Or they repeat (laughs) it, have to do it ongoing to get it to sink in. True statement, right?
1: Yeah. Anything has to be ongoing to sink in, even when you're teaching a marketing class.
0: Every time you hear it, you're
1: in a different place and different application.
0: So how do you go beyond just the, uh, you know, you're a perfect creature, God loves you as you are, so let go of the fear. So sometimes people need to hear it, sometimes they need exercises. How do you strengthen that so people actually get it in their hearts? Because one thing is getting it here, but it really counts when you get it in, in your heart. So how do yeah. you help people get, get it to that place where it's actually usable, actionable, and it impacts their behaviors?
1: Well, I think as with anything in life, whether it is a belief that you hold or whether it is a practice or a skill that you're trying to develop, it takes time for mastery. You need repetition, you need immersion, you need to be able to um, come back to this over and over and over again. It's it's a renewing of your mind process. Um, And interestingly, I'm taking a brain science coaching class right now, Um, always trying to up level my skills. Right. But the thing about the brain is that every single morning when you wake up, there are new synapses that are created and learning to work within the brain. And by your thought processes, you get to tell them what it is that you're going to think about. Right. And the more we think about something, the more we want it. And so when we create Uh, An intentional thought about I'm going to do this or "I, I can do this because Christ is empowering me to do this or I can do this because he's given me everything I need for life and godliness. And he says he will do this through like all of those beliefs, the more that you rehearse them to yourself, the more you want it and the more that you believe it and when you believe you can take action on those things. So just as like a marketing exercise, the more you practice it, the better off you'll be just like a piano class or anything else. Um, When you take action to correct those limiting beliefs to truth, and you rehearse those to yourselves, you begin to master those truths, which, which creates the action then that can bring the results that you want.
0: Brilliant. So in your journey, uh, you've come across fear as well. I mean, we all come across it. What was one kind of the things that you had fear and how you overcame it?
1: We had huge fear of judgment, um, fear of critique of other people. And I think a lot of people do when they're marketing their business, what are people going to think if I say this, am I being too proud? Are they, is it going to come across as, you know, too confident and too, um, over the top and, um, what I've, what I've come to learn is that I was created to do this, and the people who are my people are going to hear it, and they're going to respond. And the people who don't, the people who critique, like, this business was not meant for them. This service was not meant for them. There's other people in the world who can serve those people. We have a flamingo as part of our branding, and it's because... Um, there's so many uh, analogies between the flamingo and the business owner um, that that just makes sense. And as we started teaching with these flamingos, long skinny
0: legs. I mean, there's one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but some of those uh, break that down. How does a flamingo yeah. connect with that?
1: So, for instance, every flamingo has their own unique voice, right? And I did every not that. every they that's how they recognize each other. It's how the re- young recognize the parents, oh, and wow. so. When, Yeah, when when they speak, they're known by their voice. And when we speak wow. out into the world in our marketing, we are known by our voice. People resonate with it. They say, yeah, I want to connect with her. I want to connect with Umar. I, you know, that really resonates with me. Or they're totally turned off by it. And that's okay because there's another flamingo out there who has a voice that will resonate with them. Mm, right? Makes sense. And, and so it, it becomes that that part of it. The other thing is that the flamingo is pink all the way through. The flamingo has pink feathers, pink skin, pink tissues, pink blood, pink milk. Like they're colored all the way through based on the diet that they feed themselves. Mm. And they're not out there worried about being a target in the middle of this big expanse of blue and green, they're just out there doing what they were created to do with no fear. And so when we embrace who we are from the inside out, and when we show up to do the thing that we were created to do without fear, we also can impact our ecosystem in a way that nothing else can. If a flamingo flock dies out, the entire ecosystem is affected for the next two years right mm. and so when we are not doing our job confidently then we also are affecting the ecosystem that we were placed into to impact for a specific purpose and so so many of those things that just come back to that truth of your voice is needed someone needs you to be out there and do your job and to show up and serve the world in the way you were created to serve and we don't need to fear the judgment of others Right, we just need to show up and do what we were created to do confidently.
0: Yeah, one thing you said kind of resonated. Uh, it comes down to couples, so you and your significant other. Let's say he did something bad, like uh, gambled or whatever, and uh, he kind of, sort of told you about it, but uh, didn't take ownership of it. I suspect you would be mad at a certain level if he came and told the truth. This is what happened. This is why I did it. I'm sorry. There's something magical happens when when a level of truth comes across. Mm -hmm. That uh, your feelings might be hurt, but the level of anger reduces dramatically. And when we are being who we are as a voice out there in marketing, there's going to be people that resonate with it and go, oh my God, Katie's my gal. Or it's going to be like, Katie's not for me. But uh, if you're being honest, it's just going to be like a yes, no, as opposed to if you're trying to be something you're not. I'm going to do this mm-hmm. to please people, then that's just A, exhausting and B, inauthentic and C, usually does not lead to the level of success, honesty and authenticity would do.
1: Yes. And and I have a story about that too, because- um you know, we, we originally went to Mexico to work in a ministry and that ministry was, um, let's just say it was very, very legalistic. No, you shouldn't do anything to draw attention to yourself. Everything was about the mission, you know, and uh, diminish yourself and 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 maximize the mission. And so I stuffed all of the fun parts of me, everything that loved the color and the glitter and the the fun and the, you know, all of those things. I, I stuffed that down inside so that I could comply and be a good girl in this certain ministry. And I realized that I lost a part of who I was. And years later, in a different situation, the Lord really brought back to me that He really he created me the way he did for a reason. Mm. And one day I I was in a hurry to get on a a web class I was teaching and it was a hot humid day in Mexico. I just grabbed my daughter's headband with a flower on it, put it in my hair and uh, showed up to teach the class. And everyone's, oh, I love the flower in your hair. And the next class they're like, where's the flower? We loved the flower. That was awesome. And so I started wearing it more often. And as I did, it was like, I had this awareness that I was created to enjoy beauty. I Mm -hmm. was created to enjoy color. Like that was a part of me that not only made me feel good, but attracted people to me and what God wanted to do in their lives through me. And so I started wearing the flower in my hair as one of those corrections to a false belief that is my daily reminder. It's not uh, what didn't start out to be about the branding at all. It was my daily reminder that I get to show up and be who God created me to be today and uh, it, you know, it's become something I'm known for now. People all over social media. Oh, she's the one with the flower, you know, or she's the flamingo lady. Um, but it's it started out as a correction of that truth that I had mis you know, misinterpreted for so long.
0: Brilliant! Thanks for sharing that. And you know, dear listeners and viewers, the best version of you is the authentic you, and uh, it's your duty on life's journey to find your authentic self, let it shine. And when you shine, you give other people in your life permission to shine as well. And when you hold yourself back, you're not only holding yourself back, you're holding back your entire family, your community and the world. So cut it out, be yourself. And Katie, thanks so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed the conversation.
1: Well, thank you, it's been a pleasure.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating.